welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. My name is Simon Miller, and today I'm joined by Mr. Trinker. All right. Mr. Gibberish, Mr. Blue Trinker, <laughs> and Mr. Tamari. Hello. And that is it. It's a three-man team because everyone's away. Uh, they're ill. They're on holiday on their oppressive events, or they're dead. So, uh, you know, it's just going to be a three-man team this week, which I hope everyone is all right with. Before we get going, remember the promotional materials. <laughs> or they're dead. Well, maybe they are. I don't Steve know. Steve Burns, God rest him. He could be dead. <laughs> uh, Twitter, we are VideoGamer. Was well, it at VideoGamer.com, Facebook VideoGamer.com, YouTube VideoGamerTV, Patreon, <coughs> Patreon.com forward slash VideoGamer, website VideoGamer.com. I'm, I'm, I'm at VG Tomo. Uh, Tom's on a big push to get more Twitter followers, so everyone go follow him. People mm-hmm. don't follow me when they should, because most of the ideas come from me. <laughs> and he's, he's really humble about it as well. He's yeah. like a big humble bundle, is Tom. Um, but we are going to talk about video games today. It's not on my sheet, but before we walked in this room, it got kind of announced, so I decided we're going to talk about that first. And that is if Bethesda put up a teaser page for Fallout... Well, we assume it's Fallout yeah. 4. Well, if this it's will be not, good for SEO just... as well. Good thinking, yeah, though. I'm always thinking. But that will uh, troll the internet if it's not. So I'm pretty sure we can say that Fallout 4 is going to be announced... Uh, if you're a Patreon member tomorrow, and mm. if you're not a Patreon member today, if you're listening to this on day one when it comes out. Now, I think we all assumed they were going to do it at their press conference, so mm. I guess now we'll get a trailer tomorrow and then gameplay at E3, correct? Yeah, I assume so. People excited? People pumped? People ready for a new Fallout game? Yeah. Cannot wait. I hope it looks... I just hope it's a, a new fancy engine. I'm not- sure it would be. They, they, they surely cannot release... This is, this is Bethesda's first big game well, you know, because Wolfenstein to a certain point was, but that was kind of a, a revamp of stuff they'd done before. Whereas, you know, Full Light and Elder Scrolls are their big games that I think people associate Bethesda with. I don't think they can release their first one of them on new gen consoles and it not be a brand new engine looking like, holy shit, look what they've done. Mm. Yeah. I just think after Witcher 3, although there is some negative reaction to Witcher because of the downgrade stuff, if it doesn't look at least as good as that, because they're a similar open world experience, mm. people will be quite negative. About what, sorry? If it's not like Fallout 3. If it doesn't look as, as good oh, as look. Witcher, Witcher, sorry. Sorry, sorry I misheard what you said entirely. Like, visually. That was going to sound bizarre <laughs> for anyone listening. I got completely the wrong end of the stick. No, I agree with that. But, I mean, Fallout 4 must have been in development for what? Three, four years? Maybe five? Yeah, there seemed to be a bit of a five-year cycle. Out, right? So it may even be in development for seven years mm. if you want to get to the point of, you know, getting one game out the door. And it may not even be this year. Maybe it's next year. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I can't believe, given how... I'm going to go with fidelity pleasing, visual fidelity pleasing, Mm. which is not a word at all that Fallout 3 was. I can't believe they released Fallout 4 and not think that's, you know, a big a big plus point they have to have to get right. I mean, all they really need to do is repackage because everyone loved that Fallout 3, uh, the way it was set out. Like Mm. everybody that won everybody over, it took Fallout to new levels. All they really need to do is repackage that in a nice sort of new gem package, and they're probably going to win a lot of people over and make them very happy. Yeah, I don't know. I I hope this one is closer to new vegas than it than than fallout 3 yeah because what did you see the major differences between 3 and new vegas being? well fallout 3 i loved fallout 3 i still still do i think it's i think it's brilliant um but new vegas despite being sort of in terms of like in technical terms perhaps a bit of a shoddier product because there was more bugs and stuff but the the quests and stuff had had much better sort of design um they were a bit more open-ended um, I mean, Fallout 3 made a lot of strides in that area as well when you compare that to, to Oblivion but New Vegas had like it just felt very Obsidian and Obsidian one thing they're really good at is is tying, tying you to the world by the, by the writing by the yeah. characters and the writing in Fallout New Vegas was so good and, like it, it was it was really well acted it was really well written um, and Fallout 3 when you go back to Fallout 3 after playing New Vegas 
um, it feels, it doesn't feel like it's got quite that sort of quality of, uh, you know, of, of the prose of yeah. the, uh, you know, of, of how, you know, how good the characters are. I'm just, I'm talking shite now. No, no, I agree. <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, how I good the characters, imagine Barry Norman was like, yeah, the characters are quite good. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean though? Um, it, it, it's good. Fallout New Vegas is, to my mind, I mean, it, it is the better game, and uh, I really hope it. Uh, I really hope it, it that has influenced whoever's yeah. working on Fallout Four. I tell you what, I don't think it will happen, but I would be intrigued if Bethesda had sat there and gone, you know what, we've done a lot with the Elder Scrolls, obviously, especially Skyrim and Oblivion. Mm. Maybe we've done enough with Fallout Three. We're going to completely revamp this shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's going to be basic. It's going to be open world, and it's going to be you know the Bethesda template that people expect. We're going to try something new. We're going to do something different because I would love to get a Bethesda game now, which is an RPG as we expect, but doesn't feel like their old stuff. Mm. I really would because I put so much hours Surely into all they of have those to, games. They have to do something with combat in their games, don't they? Because do they though? I mean, they're well, very well received. They sell very well. But we've kind of, I don't know, like Skyrim in particular, the combat feels so kind of wonky. Mm. I mean, Fallout had the benefit of having the turn-based stuff as well and like the the VAT stuff so mm-hmm. you could do that instead but I don't know like Skyrim it feels if you I imagine it it felt bad at the time but if you go from something like Witcher and then go to Skyrim I imagine it feels awful yeah I mean yeah I think a lot of it that hurts the combat is is pretty much the first person perspective mm. but people have um have done first person melee really well um Maybe it's not really that, but I don't know. The, I think that the combat in Elder Scrolls has got progressively better. Because um, if you compare Skyrim to Oblivion, it's... Like, it's night and day. It's, Do, in Fallout 4, isn't it just a case of them getting it to work in both first and third person? I know that's like horrible to say and people uh, get mad, but it is a lot more fun in first person than it is in third. Gotcha. Third has always felt really weird and sort mm. of floaty and strange. I always wondered if, um, they were, if they would ever have like a hard switch so when you... This is probably something they would never do. It actually kind of goes against the ethos of Elder Scrolls, I guess. But um, like, if you can imagine, sort of when you know when you're exploring, it's it's first person, but it switches to third person for a combat state. So you yeah. can actually have you have a system that has dodges and rolls and um, and and it makes the combat a bit more tactical. It yeah. makes you use the space because the, the the problem is is that you've got an enemy in front of you. You're in first person. So what do you do? You run up and you twat it until it dies. Yeah, and that that's the only strategy you have. Mash the right trigger yeah, and exactly. do some magic every now and then exactly. with left trigger. I mean, even with magic, all you're doing you're just twatting it with with, with particles instead of a sword. But yeah. you're still like. Um, what, what was it? Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. Yeah, that was mm. good. That that was uh, that was first person melee. Yeah, yeah, it was. And that the combat in that was was really well received. So I I think I would just you like, can't do it. Yeah, I, it's something like if you're having a sword battle. And I can't think of any game that does this. Mm. I would just love it if there was some kind of sort of a more jousting element to it. Mm. So a lot more so, you know, you go to swipe at someone and someone blocks it and you get that impact of the pad or whatever. Mm. You know, I mean, maybe given that the amount of enemies you come across in a game like that, it would become boring after a while. Mm-hmm. But I would love it if it was a bit more back and forth, a bit more, you know, you've got to rely on some form of timing. Or like I say, people could actually block your shots and it felt big, it felt, cl- you know, clunky's the wrong word, chunky's a better thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so you actually feel like you've got this big sword and so have they. So the battles actually mean something. But I presume if you do that, you probably have to lower the amount of enemies you fight because it's probably going to take a lot of time mm. maybe that's what it is maybe it's just easy if you were around smacking everybody in the face because it takes less yeah. you know it's less um, reliant on the on what, what on if the Fallout 4 is just a first person shooter 
Oof. It just it is. Well, it would it, sell. It is a shooter. <laughs> People would it's love got, it. It's got like a big world, but it is. Mm. It plays just like Rage. I no, think people would be very mad. Imagine it was just Destiny. Well, yeah. I, I honestly yeah. think all they need to do is they need open world, <clears throat> you need the whole uh, nuclear apocalypse thing, and mm. you need the VAT system. I think, other, and you need the dialogue stuff. I think, other than that, Bethesda can have a lot of fun with Fallout 4. And like I say, if you're listening to this letter in the week or, or whenever you get to these podcasts, you'll know a lot more already. Uh, and maybe they are just making Fallout 4 and, you know, name mm. and, and kind of body, and that's what they want to do. But I genuinely think your first sort of well-established franchise on a new gen i think you can you can have a bit of fun with it and i hope they do either way i kind of felt like they've timed this very well i'm definitely ready to go muck around with fallout again mm-hmm. easily so there you go who when do you think it's coming out obviously they may announce it tomorrow i doubt it but is it this year or next year it's got to be one of the two tom well you kind of hope this year but i can't see it happening like it doesn't feel they've got other stuff like i imagine doom would come out before but who knows like i don't know if they're going to pack in Doom and Fallout at yeah. the same time. I don't, maybe Doom's not this year either, but I don't know. I'd say next. Jim? Next year. Fallout 4 comes out. Mm-hmm. When? Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's usually... Um, it is usually a year, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. From, from I, an can't, answer, I can't remember what they did I'm, before. I'm going to say Fallout 4 comes out November 2015 and Doom comes out March 2016. November 15? There you go. Miller's bold predictions right yeah. here on the Video Gamer UK podcast. I suppose, yeah. I mean, I mean, Fallout 4 must be pretty far along now as well. I'd like to think that Bethesda have got enough balls to say, here's the game, it's out mm. in six months' time. Someone's I mean, got to do it. No one else is doing it. They've probably been working on Fallout 4 since, since they came, well, since towards the end of Fallout 3. Well, you'd hope so, I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, uh, I mean, it's the same with Bethesda. Their, their cycles seem to be pretty consistent. You yeah. know, they, they started working Oblivion at the end of Morrowind. Um, you know, the last uh, Morrowind expansion has loads of references to Oblivion in it. Um, I love that. You know, and uh, I don't think you would ever know about them unless you look at the wiki like yeah. like a sad person. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, I believe it was Fallout 3 as well. They started working on that yeah. sort of mid kind of Oblivion development because it was a different team or whatever. But mm. Skyrim, I, I mean, yeah, it's probably been in development since... Yeah, end of Fallout 3, I, I think guess. they could release it's it this year if they wanted to. And like I said, mm. it all depends on what other publishers are doing, I guess. You know you're going to get Call of Duty. You know you're going to get Assassin's <coughs> Creed. Mm. Uh, Batman's obviously way before that, so I haven't got to worry about that too much. I mean, what else is coming out at the end of the year? Gears, maybe, potentially Halo. Games, not Gears, because Halo's coming out. But. A couple of things have been pushed to next year already, haven't they? So there is maybe more space than there would have been at the end of the I year. I think at the moment, the only thing I know in November is Call of Duty, and I think Fallout could easily stand alongside that. <laughs> I do. That's mm. what I think. We'll find out. Talking oh, about yeah. games that have been announced as well, 2K came out and announced they've got XCOM 2 coming, which at the moment is PC only. Now, I can't really talk about this because I've never actually... The only The closest I've ever got to an XCOM game is watching somebody else play it. <laughs> so, you know, I've watched the XCOM 2 stuff and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be all right. I mean, is, it, is it set in like a different era? It's not set... It's, the f- it's, it's like so. way in the future, isn't it? I think so. To be honest, I haven't read anything about it, but based on all I've seen is the pre... Like the the, the, the mm. teaser stuff, which all look futuristic. So, I know it has been announced and properly, but I just haven't read it. But it looks future because the XCOM franchise, which is, until now, is sort of veered from like retro futuristic fifties to yeah. sort of near future or contemporary. And, mm. and, but yeah, from what what I saw, this, this looks sc- like future future. Yeah, well, I can see why they're doing that because I think. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm being, being unfair on the human race, but I just think that would appeal to more people from a marketing standpoint. If you've got kind of retro 50s fighting, you know, like Happy Days aliens, 
or you're actually fighting <laughs> <laughs> if you're fighting well, in like 2049 well, against serious aliens uh, happy days alien is literally mork from orc <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. But that, i mean it wasn't that far but it was that kind of yeah, sense yeah. if they talked about aliens in happy days they probably would have described what you fight in XCOM. maybe they do think i'm not saying it's gone gritty but you know maybe a more modern modern's the wrong word but futuristic tying into what everyone else is doing and we call it duty is the obvious example mm. but maybe from a marketing point of view they do look at it and go we can eat we can sell this to more people because it's only been announced for pc at the moment yeah if they're only focusing their attentions on PC, you, it leads one to believe that maybe the reason they're not going to console is because they looked at the Xbox 360 and PS3 numbers and went, what's the fucking point? Mm-hmm. Nobody played... Or no, they may have played well, it, but it not seemed, to the point... It that, seemed like lots of people did. Like I, I played XCOM on the Xbox and I, I, I thought God, a lot of other people did, but I don't, I don't know. Like PC only probably means I'm never going to play this, this version. But. I actually think it's better that it's PC only because I think if that's... Obviously, where their biggest market is, or their biggest audience, I'm sure. Is. So people, you might as well yeah. appeal to the the, the, fan, the, the big fan base will be happy that it's PC only because it means they're not going to do anything that would tailor it yeah. also to console, so they can mm-hmm. go as hardcore as they want. But I don't know. Like, I feel slightly. Like I would have probably played it had it been on console, but maybe I'm not. Yeah. But it doesn't stop it coming to console. That's the other thing. If yeah. this is a really successful launch and it does really well, and there's a big enough demand from it, six down, you know, months down the line, you can continue its life cycle by saying, hey. Now it's on console as well. That makes it brand new, brand fresh. People get excited. And you can tie it into some PC download yeah. or something as well. Right? It must be such, like, compared to last gen, it must be such a piece of piss to do console ports now as well. So You think so? I mean, yeah. Well, it's the same hardware, isn't it? Have you played much XCOM, Jim? Are you an XCOM guy? I played a bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to sound like an idiot. But, uh, yeah, I, I've, I played the PS3 version because yeah. that's the version I had. And um, I think I got... A couple, not a couple, maybe about 15 hours into one playthrough. Mm. And people do like dozens of playthroughs and people who really get into it, you know, they, they, they play all and then they go on the, you know, the, the big hard mode or whatever. And, um, I was never going to do that. I was probably going to just get to the end of a game and then that'll be enough for me. Yeah. I, got, I, got, I got to the point where I got to, and this is really common in XCOM, I got to a particularly hard scenario mm. and my entire fucking team got wiped out the team that i'd been building for 15 years. fall in love with a little bit yeah and at that point i was like no nah, fuck it I'm not doing it anymore yeah. that's it it's just done for me now so yeah. no i get that um i don't yeah i'm, I'm not really arsed to be honest no. well, there you go i just yeah, I think of XCOM and i just think of bitter disappointment after investing <laughs> lots of time <laughs> well that's something you're not going to be excited about <laughs> i mean i think as well if it's going to you know everyone's thinking oh maybe they'll make it more accessible mm. if it's pc only i think it's going to be dog hard oh, and God, i think yeah. it's going to be you know crushing yeah. crushingly horrible when you know it's not going to pull any punches so i think that's another reason why mm. they've done it i think the team is furax isn't it XCOM? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's furax it's probably said look you know we could make it for consoles, but we've got to tweak this, that, that to appeal to that fan base. Fuck it. Let's just keep it on PC and keep it how XCOM should be. Yeah, and I respect yeah. that. I think that's, um, you know, it may probably, I don't know how much a port costs, but I imagine they probably would have made more money if it came to Xbox One and yeah. PS4. But I think in terms of making that game what it needs to be, PC only is probably the way to go. That's fine, yeah. I mean, they just want to get the what's it dust crowd on side. Oh, they? yeah. I love those guys. <laughs> Fucking love them. All right, the last new game we're going to talk about that got announced, we've got to go through them all, to be fair, is Lego Worlds. Now, I'm, you told, I didn't know this, Tom. You say it can play it right now. Yeah. And it's a Minecraft game. Well, it, it, it's, a, well it's a Lego game. Right, but Mine, it's Minecraft, Minecraft basically. Minecraft copied Lego, didn't it? Well, but, Lego um, should have made that game first, it's, but they it's didn't. Like so. a, it's, a, it's a big, open, build stuff game, like, uh, like Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Lego but I blocks. Think, I think the difference is, because it's Lego, I may be wrong, but apparently, so I read, um, 
you say you had a Lego kit at home and it had instructions on how to build this, I don't know, like you had an X-Wing or whatever, you could build that exact thing in the game using the same... Mm, that's quite bricks. cool. I didn't know um, that. I don't know if that's true. Maybe that's a load of rubbish. Um, but if you're into really into Lego, I imagine that is a big thing, if that is true. Um, but it's got like the... It looks like the world building stuff maybe is a little bit uh, easier to get things created in like there's tools to like lower and raise land in big, unless the trailer is very misleading, um, in big like swathes of, of stuff. So you just create mountains and all this kind of stuff. I'm doing lots of hand gestures and you can't see them. That's good. I'm I did a mountain gesture. Yeah, you did. Yeah, um, I had a tall peak on it. Mm, um, <laughs> but yeah, it looks it looks like how you'd expect a kind of Lego open world creation game to look mm-hmm. and. I don't know, Lego is quite popular, so I imagine it would do well. I'm intrigued by it, but I mean, is it free to play? I mean, was no, 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 no. So you it's, pay money for it. Is it just PC as it's well, PC right? only, at least at the moment. One. It's early access, so it's still Classic. being made, essentially. Um, I think it's like 14, 12 to 14 pounds, something like that. Mm. I think we'll probably do some form of video on it, yeah. if not this week, next. But I think, Leg- I mean, I was saying this to, uh, to James, our, our games editor, <laughs> earlier as well. Out of all the toy-to-life games, Lego Dimensions intrigues me the most because mm. its franchises are so good. Like the, 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 the licenses it's got attached to it, like Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, Simpsons, the things I actually think, well, mm. I wouldn't mind having Lego versions of them, really. Yeah. If I can then put them into a game, I wouldn't mind yeah. that massively Is that either. WWE Lego? <laughs> Not officially, I don't think. I'm, I'm, Imagine I'm that saying that. that slightly reserved. But that's what I mean. If it did go that far, then I probably would invest into it. Do you know what I love about that? You said not officially, as in, well, I have got the paintbrush well, no. out. And- <laughs> that exists. There's a, there's a very big WWE Lego community on the internet. Holy shit, whether, really? Yeah, yeah, whether or not that's official stuff, I don't know. I presume it's not. That's, but- that's so specific. How is there a community for that? Well, because people are like recreating matches with Lego toys, I guess, and they think we got to make our own. There's a big WWE. Yeah, I show you, when we get out of here. I show it to you. I show you all the me. YouTube stuff. But um, do they do Playmobil as well, or is that a different crowd? Do they fight? I think maybe they snick a Playmobil every now and then. There's like dissension from the community. You can't put a Playmobil character in here. It's you Lego. don't know anything about Playmobil. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Stick with Lego, assholes. But I think that like you just said the fact that you know it, it ties it. It's the point is that we like Lego because we're all big kids at heart. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, if you can go and get your Skywing... Skywing? What the fuck is a Skywing? Mm. Um, if you can go get your... <laughs> X, X, X-Wing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Your X-Wing and, uh, and then recreate it in a game based on the schematics, for lack of a better term, you already have in real life, that gives it more of an edge than, say, something like Skylanders or, um, or Disney Infinity, which are fine in their own right. I get them, I understand they've got huge... But to me, it just thinks, oh, that's more interesting. I don't mm. think I play Lego Worlds, necessarily... But I understand that it could probably be released and, and appeal to people that are mm. obsessed with Lego. Yeah, we could have got this all wrong. It might be very <laughs> simple and not probably. You might be doing any of that. Well, maybe. But if you can't, well, you probably should. Well, yeah, exactly. You should, you have to tie into the the the, the foundations you've already built. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. madness. Um, but anyway, if you want to go try that, you can do as well. Yeah. Uh, what I find interesting, but like with dimensions, is the franchises that it's attached to. Um, seem like they're designed to appeal to people our age not not young yeah. not little kids it's not like Ghostbusters especially mm. I don't think kids know what Ghostbusters are Scooby-Doo is still a thing that's one of the ones isn't it like I, I think Scooby-Doo yeah. is still a thing is it but I think something like Ghostbusters especially maybe I'm wrong maybe there's a cartoon on right now but yeah I would say you're right that Ghostbusters mm. is designed for us I mean I can't even get my kids to watch Back to the Future I've tried so many times you're kidding me they're like dad it's boring and I'm like what do you mean it's boring 
It's, a, it's like a journey through time, There's quite no, literally. Nobody gets killed in the first 10 minutes. Is that what they want? Probably, yeah. It's like I was saying yeah. earlier, I don't know if anybody happened to watch Good Morning Britain this morning, and it's on Tuesday this week, but they had some... Um, <laughs> they were talking about um, robotic limbs and how that's becoming a big thing now, and the technology's got to a point they can start offering it to, to more people. And they had this kid on there who, uh, who needed some prosthetic hands, but they said you found a way to play video games, even though you, know, you need these things, which will make playing video games a lot easier for you. What's your favourite video game? This, this, this kid was 10 maximum he said call of duty black ops 2 which is an 18 rated game so that's the world we now live in but uh, yeah lego dimensions i've never played a toy to life game maybe i'll play it mm. who knows right that's all the new games that have been announced unless i've missed is anything it? anything else been thrown out to the wild this week that i haven't thought about i don't think so i'm pretty confident it hasn't no we've already talked about rock band quite a bit haven't we uh, well i was going to mention rock band 4 Mm. in passing we'll do that now as you just mentioned it because Jim and I went to an event yesterday yeah. if you'd like to see what we did there you can go watch this week's The Miller Report yeah which probably means we'll stop getting invited to events soon but you know <laughs> we'll keep riding this wave for now it's a very good Miller Report uh, if I do say so yeah. myself um, I, I mean the thing with Rock Band 4 is we did play I mean, well I played it for, for a little bit for one song to be specific and mm. it's not fair to judge it on the back of that and, uh, and I used the microphone so I didn't play with the new guitars say, but, you, done, you done vocals you cheated yeah <laughs> but, but even from the way you interact with it I couldn't really see a massive difference from what has come before i know i'm I'm sure they've kind of tweaked it and uh you know added in a load of of, of small things that actually Mm. if you do play it for a long time you if you then try to go back to rock band 3 you go no they have streamlined it a lot but it is Mm. still a rhythm action game which is fine nothing wrong with that and i'm sure there's still loads of people out there that are having rock band 4 parties and all of that but i just think i'm done with it Mm. you know i got i kind of got bored before the bubble burst a few years ago when it did burst, I wasn't massively upset because I thought, well, I had so much fun from it anyway. I don't, I've still got all this stuff I want to go back to. And I've never had the urge since. Mm-hmm. And playing it again yesterday, I was like, oh, it's fun. I could do it again, but I don't necessarily feel like it, it, I need to do it. Mm. Um, and I, I presume, I mean, Guitar Hero is a little, I wouldn't say more interesting, more intriguing is a better word, simply because they've changed how the guitar works to try and make it more accessible. Mm. So maybe you could play that and go, oh, this does actually make it It does feel. sound like Guitar Hero has, they are trying to do something new across the whole thing like they've got the as much as it seems a little bit gimmicky the whole crowd system that's a real life crowd and they've got that thing about there's going to be a channel isn't there so you can just play a channel and it kind of is as if you're playing on a like a music channel so whatever song comes on comes on you can play it but then to play it whenever you want you have to buy that track it's kind of it sounds like they're doing some new stuff but rock band does seem a bit like it's what we had before, but now on another console. Which is, and loads of people are, are enjoying it and saying it's great and it's a lot of fun. I just mean from a point of it's Friday night and I want to play a video game, am I going to plug up all my rock band instruments? I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't <clears> think... I'd rather get out my real guitar. Um, but it was, I mean, it was fun enough. It was, it was entertaining enough. I still think, you know, if you've got a bunch of mates around and it's Saturday night, you probably have a good time with it. But I still cannot see what... I mean, I had this rant a few weeks ago on a Patreon video we did. <laughs> I still cannot see the reason for bringing it back now other than the fact they think enough time has passed hmm. and that hopefully there's like a new crowd that would be interested in this kind of stuff. In terms of what the actual, actually the game is doing, I don't, I don't see what the justification why, is. Why did they both come back this year? Like what, how it's, that... got, it's got to be marketing. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I, I think it's simply because... I, th- I think the, one of the reasons the bubble burst before... Um, partly because it was oversaturated, because you had two massive rhythm action franchises yeah. that were releasing updates constantly and new versions constantly. But I think I think the reason that that became unsustainable is because the last console generation lasted too long. Very good argument. So I think, uh, I think had we had new gen, um, you know, like 
a, a, a couple of years before we had hit the bubble with the rhythm action you know it would have rejuvenated because you know it's always a big marketing thing isn't it when new consoles come out they love it because you can now do your old shit and just be like yeah. well it's a new version it's a new console you know this is amazing you, you've got an excuse to sort of you know you can refresh it without really refreshing it mm. so because that took a while to happen it, it, it just it, the um it basically the, the consoles outlived the fad yeah, um, and I, I think that's why why it's coming back now is because the new consoles are bedded in, and they're probably going to start the cycle all over again. I think it's a great shout because I remember yeah. when Guitar Hero Three came out on mm-hmm. Xbox Three Sixty and PS Three, I was excited about it. I thought, oh man, now I can play you know Guitar Hero on uh, on my Xbox Three Sixty, which is where I want to play it. Whereas mm-hmm. this time, I don't have that at all because I think you're right. It just it, it died a death before the consoles were ready to go away. So they're like, well. We can't reiterate what we've already done again. Mm. We're already seeing figures go down, but we can just go quiet for a few years. Mm-hmm. And I do think it must have been some kind of focus testing stuff from Activision and from Harmonix, who just said Madcats, who just said people are ready for this again. Or well, I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works. But it has to be mm. something like that because I mean that's the only thing, the only worry I have about Qatar here. And I understand this is very cynical. I, I'm sure this isn't true by any stretch of the imagination, but a small part of me worries that the only reason that they have changed the guitar is so they can sell new guitars. Mm, mm. And I get that. It's a business. They need to make money. But at the same time, I would just love it if... I mean, I said this six weeks ago, whatever it was. I would love if the next the Netflix model had been introduced to these games. So mm. it is a question of, you don't buy Rock Band, you subscribe to Rock Band. And then when you're done with Rock Band, you just cancel your subscription and all the yeah. songs vanish. And I just think that would be a much better way to do it oh, rather yeah. than... That might, that might be. That's probably something they could still do further down the line, isn't it? I mean, yeah, true. Who knows? Well, that's Spotify a, hero. There we go. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's yeah. something that all video games need to do eventually, anyway. And no one, apart from EA Access, who are kind of dipping their toes now, no one's kind yeah. of embraced it full sail. But but didn't they? I mean, there was a presentation at the Rock Band. Well, there's always a bloody presentation at these things. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're in school. Don't yeah. You? yeah. Just sit down and look at the whiteboard for exactly, a bit. Exactly. Oh, the yeah. overhead projector. All right, it's your quadratic equations. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> but um, yeah, they did uh, immediately confirm. Uh, one of the first things he said was, "Oh, sorry." Um, you can use your old equipment. Yep, that's true. For, they did. I mean, it's specific to Rock Band that the guitars aren't changing all that much. There are some design tweaks, but I mean, essentially, the 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 impression we got is um, that it, 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 imagine Rock Band three on a PS four. That's Rock Band four. Yeah, which is fair enough. Um, all the sort of tweaks that they were talking about, they they wanted to, there was a big push to. Um, allow the player to to be more expressive yeah um which really sounded like the kind of stuff you really aren't going to notice when you're playing it that's it i mean um, i think maybe with singing you would yeah. in the sense that as the guy himself said you know when people used to sing they either whacked on easy so they could do whatever they want and not fail mm. or they would deliberately watch the lines and follow it i think now you can have a bit more um you know license to go a bit nuts with it which yeah, i think is important yeah. because you know if you're singing as we found out yesterday you do want to be a bit of a plonker, really. Yeah, you yeah. don't want, you don't want, to, unless you're taking it really seriously. But if you are, maybe you're missing the point a bit. Yeah. So yeah, I think you know they have made tweaks to it. They are trying mm-hmm. to sort of refine the rock band experience. Yeah. But didn't they sort of say as well that they're, they're looking for rock band to be uh, a long term game as well? As yeah. In, as in, I I, can't, I might be misremembering what he said, but I'm sure he said something along the lines of like, we're not going to bring rock band five out next year and then rock band six. It's going to be 
Rock Band 4 is the base game well, they meant, expand it. They mentioned mm. that with Rock Band 3, I think. They wanted it to be a platform to be fair, they build on. They did support Rock Band for a long... They yeah, support, they, they support, did. They're still supporting it right up to the end, weren't they? Well, yeah. Mm. Way past like, the game's release. So I think that they'll do the same here. I think well, as soon as they've got it set up on the new console, they can just start churning out all the... All the songs. I think next year will be fascinating because uh, I'm just going because this Activision do this with all these properties. It wouldn't surprise me if Guitar Hero Seven or whatever the hell it would be six, whatever it would be next year comes out, and Rock Band doesn't. Rock Band just keeps releasing songs. And I think that's when you see the interesting take. I mean, I don't know if Activision may, may not want to do that at all. I'm just going that's their usual model, but that's when I think you'll find a definite split between where those two games go. Because I don't think Guitar Hero can do anything in a year's time to justify a new game coming out. I really other than new songs but we live in a digital age why aren't you just giving me to the new songs digitally so that'll be interesting but you know a lot of people are excited the rhythm action games in, 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 the, in the guitar and rock band hero sense of good rock band hero there you go are coming back but personally for me maybe I just did too much I overplayed those games and now I don't want to play them again Tom you've been playing Magicka 2 though mm. and I played a little bit of it as well yeah. but I'm not really in a position to comment because I played it for an hour and a half and yeah. thought it was the most confusing game ever it is confusing well, I read a few reviews of it a lot of people seem a little disappointed with it as well like it's good but well, we, I think, we were expecting more well, I think a lot of people I think lots of people reviewed it having played the original a lot yeah. whereas I didn't so I was coming to it fresh so it didn't seem but a lot of people will be though so. yeah yeah. so I think if you did play Magicka I imagine this does feel based on what I've read very similar like it's almost like if you like magicka here's some more magicka um whereas if you're coming to it new particularly if you console player because i don't think magicka was on any consoles maybe wrong um it is a kind of new experience it does feel a lot like um i guess diablo but with dual stick controls so it's more yeah. of a at times it feels like a dual stick shooter um, but then you've got more traditional kind of rpg type attacks as well um and I kind of, I kind of do like it. Like I, I gave it a seven. It's not it's not a bad score by any means. It's just it isn't quite. It feels really hard to get into. Like I'm sure oh, you, definitely from yeah. even from the bit you played. <clears throat> like um, there's a lot to it. And like I finished it, and I still don't feel like I really know exactly what I'm doing. Like I play. You have to play with friends. Like if you're thinking about buying this game. Um, do not buy it unless you're willing to play with other people because you just can't. It can't be fun by itself. It's, not, it's almost impossible. I, yeah. I, I tried it quite a lot in between playing with other people and I just couldn't. I, there, there are periods where I spend sort of like half an hour and like I'd barely move through the game. It was just so hard. And then as soon as you get at least one more, even just two of you, it suddenly becomes a lot more fun. It's a lot more um, possible to make progress and it's, it's a much better game. And I yeah. think it's not like I played Diablo uh, three by myself all the time and it was fine like you can easily do it by yourself at least on the level i was playing it this is completely different you have to play with other people um but assuming it, it does all right i didn't have any trouble finding anyone to play with so um that, that's not really an issue it's just the way if you play games by yourself this isn't for yeah, you yeah if you're going in by yourself you're going to be surprised it's like the same yeah. with hell divers though mm. i know they're made by different uh the developers now but yeah. the original magical magical was um by the team and yeah it, it's a different game as soon as you get people with you. It actually starts to make sense, whereas before it feels almost horrific. Yeah. I mean, that I have actually, since I played Magicka 2, even though I bought Helldivers, probably straight after you were saying how good it was, I haven't played it. So oh, it's I, still a great I, I game. I installed it last mm. night because I'm thinking, mm, I kind of like Magicka 2, I might give yeah. Helldivers a go. So uh, it, it's, it's done something. It's made me think, mm, maybe these kind of games are... 
Well, I did after... I mean, we streamed it for about an hour and a half or whatever mm. it was. Um, and after that, I was getting into it. And I did have that feeling where I felt far more rewarded and satisfied for what I was doing because I yeah. had learned it. But I think Helldivers is a bit more immediate because it's much more point and shoot. Mm. You still have... It's still, I don't know why the obsession is there, but I guess it does work because I like Helldivers. I mean, rather than kind of holding eight <coughs> different buttons to do a magic spell yeah. in Magicka, you, you input basically cheat codes, you know, left, right, up, down, down, mm. right, up, down, to activate, you know, your weapon drops or new uh, health or whatever. Yeah. So you still have to remember this stuff. And that so is quite the, similar. But I kind of, I think it's there because once you're starting to get overrun by enemies and you either have to think of spells, you have to think of these drops that you need to get in from your spaceship, it does increase the pressure and you do start mm. yelling at your mates. You do need to work as a team. Without that, I actually think it would lose something. So as yeah. much as I hate that stuff when I start, once I get into a, a momentum routine with it, <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually think that's what makes those games so good. Mm. I think the, one of the issues with Magicka 2 is that the actual like game that you go, you play through and the, like, the levels and the environments are fairly bland and not really that interesting whereas i think the the mechanics and the, the gameplay is all pretty good and solid and quite clever yeah but the actual game itself like what you actually progress through is a bit dull and like it needed to be a bit more um like like fantastical if that's a word like it needs to be like it needed to be more exciting like you basically you go through like ice level you go through like a dungeon you yeah. go through a forest you go through a town and it's all a little bit like you're just working through it to get to the end it's mm. not nothing particularly exciting about it it's just the actual combat itself and the spell casting all that stuff that keeps you going um, i'm sure people that play it particularly on pc i imagine to a high level and they kind of have their groups and they know exactly all the spells there's probably spells i don't i never even cast in the, in the good time i was playing <laughs> it because um, you can do a load of different combinations like i think they claim it's thousands because of the different like combinations you can have. And um, like if you know exactly what you're doing and you're doing what you, th- you should be doing, I imagine it goes up another level. But for the average person, particularly on PS4, um, where you've got to contend with all the, the buttons and the switching and the toggle buttons and all this kind of stuff, um, I think it's kind of a, it's a fun experience, but I hadn't really, didn't really think I've got to go back and learn all what I've, I've achieved so far in another playthrough or anything. But um it's, it's good i think it's just it is it's a hard game to get into yeah and it's kind of uh it's it's i, I described it as tiring because it's like it's already you have to concentrate a lot because you you do something wrong you just kill yourself it's like not me oh only. man i did that all the time i kill i fell off scenery mm. i set myself on fire at one point i was suffering for some kind of water disease yeah. i didn't understand all that nonsense but hey at the end of it i kind of wanted to play more mm. mm. jim you watched a bit of it didn't you blow yourself up with a grenade in hell divers as well oh man i did that all the time that's when tom walked in i think tom walked in and saw me blow myself up with a grenade but that was very early on when i was still learning everything mm. And there is definitely a learning curve to both games. Like I say, it's, I guess because when you're playing twin stick shooters, which mm. are what these are, you expect them just to be, right, go. Yeah. Start shooting everything. And it's actually quite nice when you find out they've got hidden depth. It may not be initially, you know, you don't understand it straight away. But I don't know, I actually think they've got something these people. It's Paradox. Who made this one? The original was Paradox. I can't... I don't know who made it. Um, it's Paradox, guys. but it's not... Um, oh, it's not the same it's team. It's not the Helldivers right, team, because okay. they did their own thing. But um, it is still Paradox. Yeah, well, I can't mm. like, you watched a bit of it, though, Jim. Would you play it? Yeah, I, play, I, uh, I, I downloaded it the other day. Oh, did you really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. I played. I made the mistake of of because usually even with like heavy co-op games, you know, you like to give it a go by yourself and see what the crack is. Yeah. I basically, did the tutorial and then got fucked when more than one goblin showed yeah. up. It was <laughs> it all right fighting one ruined. thing at a time, and then you just get mobbed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do fancy. I do fancy giving it a proper go. Mm. What else you've been playing though? Still Witcher 3, right? Still Witcher 3. How yeah. is it? Still loving it? Still obsessed? Good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Is it a 10 out of 10 game for you? 
Yes. Oh, you thought about it, but then you were confident. I could see it in your face. The, the only doubt is the technical stuff. How is all that? Because that's kind of died a death now, because mm. it wasn't... People wanted to defend CD Projekt Red to the death anyway, mm. and now the rest of the game is so good, that's kind of passed by the wayside. But is yeah. it really... Is it that bad? I mean, does it, does it, it affect really the game isn't. that much? And with every patch that comes out... I know the one patch in particular has caused issues for certain people, but I, I didn't have those problems. Um... It's, it seems like every every patch that comes out, the console performance improves. Um, I think the uh, I, I honestly don't think that the the technical stuff um, detracts from it too much. Yeah, because it, it, it's fine. You know, people completely. Like, I've had people say to me on Twitter like, "Oh, I was thinking about getting it, but the frame rate really bugs me. I wouldn't be able to play it." And I'm like. But when you're in the middle of, you know, it, it, it's an epic story. You're mm. in the middle of, like, a quest when what you're focused on is, like, finding where the monster's hiding or, uh, you know, tracking down the killer or... Because there's loads of this investigative stuff because it's really procedural as a game as well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very much sort of... Like, it's like medieval Batman in a lot of ways. Oh, man, souls. <laughs> <laughs> it and, is like that, though, you're right. But, yeah, but when, when you're... When you're deep and and you know when that when that stuff grabs you as it does as it should you know if if you're paying attention you, you just don't care yeah and I, th- I i i if i if i if i was unable to stop noticing you know like glitches and frame rate and whatever um and just get on with enjoying the game i'd be really upset mm. I, but yeah, the stuff has never bothered me. I think it's because I had an Amiga for so long. <laughs> so you're just used to it by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is true. I think it's, when I play like two hours of The Witcher 3, I'm going to go back to it. Mm. It was kind of where after an hour, I didn't notice it. Like, I mean, eventually, you know, maybe the pop-up and mm. cut scenes or, or that delay that it had yeah, would yeah. kind of, you know, hit me a little bit. But it didn't, it never took me out of the game. The frame rate was never that bad that I thought it was screwing me over. Yeah. And that was the point. It didn't really affect what I was doing. It was just a little visual cue every now and then. Yeah, it's not yeah. something. It didn't break the game. If it doesn't break the game, I don't yeah. really care. I mean, I suppose the only, the only thing is that, mate. Every now and then, like you're reminded that you're playing a video game. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I mean, that's fine, right? You are because so you okay, are. Yeah. yeah, it's like I mean, I I, I like. Uh, it's analogous to me. It's like it's analogous to um, in the old days when you went to the cinema and it was on film. And if the film had been out for a few weeks, the print would be fucked mm, and yeah. dusty and minging and. You didn't care because you were watching a film, like you know, and it, it's it's a similar sort of thing to me. It's obviously not you know completely analogous because there's there's actual, you know, it's it, it's not being released with loads of dust or anything. And I get that, and a lot of people really take it seriously uh, as a sort of consumer issue um, when games have technical issues. But I think a lot of that is actually largely down to just frankly ignorance about how complicated this kind of software is. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's really missing the forest for the trees. I think so. I think, so. I think if you're going to let issues like that take away from something The Witcher is doing, which is doing so well, mm-hmm. then you're probably lost in other walks of life as well because you're <laughs> focusing on the wrong things. But you are. Yeah, it's yeah. like sometimes you got to go, okay, frame rate's a bit annoying, but, you know, let's not worry about Z. Let's worry about A, B, and C because yeah. A, B, and C are so good. It doesn't matter what's all the way down there. You know, yeah, these are the bad boys that so, are you know, kicking out. If you want a fucking piece of toast, but the toast is pink, so you're not going to have toast, 
that's what it's like. Yeah. Why would it? What? Why is the toast pink? I never had pink bread before. No, the toaster is. Oh, pink. the toaster. <laughs> I thought you meant the bread. I was like, the bread. That's a bit weird. I knew a guy once who his girlfriend had a pink toaster, so he wouldn't eat toast in her house. He's like, I'm not. I'm not heating my bread in that. He's the guy on forums right now going, "The witch's frame, right? Terrible." <laughs> is that really true? He wouldn't eat toast. That, in a, what, what's going to happen? I just fucking looked at him like, "Are you?" Serious? Yeah. What? Yeah. Are we going to start sewing or something? You can't use that. That's insane. It's not like a paparazzi man was going to pop up and take a picture of him. Got you, pal. What was happening anyway? What if people found out you used a pink toaster? <laughs> Random man caught in pink toaster scandal. <laughs> Being shamed on... He used a pink toaster. So fuck. <laughs> that, well, that is crazy. That is crazy. Did he use margarine? Then I'll give a shit. Yeah, exactly. Lower that cholesterol. <laughs> not how you say that word. Um, before we answer the questions you've asked this week, we did run a competition about... Uh, you just had to do something with Kojima. That was literally it. We got some absolutely bizarre entries, some of which we may tweet out. Did you see any of the video stuff that I, we got? I haven't seen the videos, but I have, I've heard some of them. I mean, I mean, we appreciate them all, but I some heard, of them... I heard Simon laughing at mm. them. One is terrifying. <laughs> you took a phone call. I'm going to show it to you later. It is terrifying. Really? But yeah. Oh, but shit. we still appreciate it, though. Don't get us wrong. But the winner was Johnny Viper, who, uh, incredible... It didn't really have much to do with Kojima, so that kind of is cheating. But you've seen it, Jim. He basically took you and me and he put is us into a street fighter. This is brilliant. Mm. He made the sprites, though. I'm looking at them right now on my, on my telephone device. And yeah, he made sprites. <laughs> and Wasn't it's there so a well Kojima done. Beamer as well, though? Oh, there was a Kojima Beamer. I've just noticed that. Okay, that's fine. I'll take it. But, you know, it was just the effort they put in. It looks really good. It mm. looks like it could be an actual video yeah, game. So it, yeah. it was a screenshot. It was, basically, it was Street Fighter 2, Miller versus McLeish. Yeah, and I mean, was, we'll, we'll tweet it out and stuff. It was but, so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Well so uh, you are the winner. We'll get in touch yeah. and arrange uh, your voucher of £50 from shop2.net up to the value of £50. You can yeah. get a game. And you can enjoy it for all your hard work. And now I, like, when they looked at it, I was like, I want to play that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. It was, it was really, really I'll well done. I'll tell you done. what, though, the pause that he's put me in, or sorry, Tamin. I'm going to look. Um, is a bit sort of, it's a bit of a kind of French toilet squat kind I of. I mean, you, you're basically E Honda and I'm Zangief. That's the poses, <laughs> we, that's the poses we've got here. But they are very good. Uh, we are going to announce a new competition soon, but for, we're changing it a little bit. We're taking it away. Well, not taking it. We're still going to be on the video game of forums, but we're also going to announce it on YouTube as well, mm. just because a lot of people have been asking for that. So keep an eye on Video Gamer TV on YouTube. And we'll announce the next podcast competition this week, maybe next week, I guess. It'll be mm. soon. Keep an eye out for it. All right. Who wants to answer questions? I'm yeah. up for some questions. Damn man. right you are. It starts off with, <laughs> with David Saunders, who asks, what's everyone's favorite video game or TV video they've worked on? That's I've a question. On. Oh, this, this is a license to just be very indulgent, isn't it? Yeah, I quite like the question because I thought maybe we could. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm intrigued to see what people people's I answers like, were. I like Splatoon is for babies. Yeah, we did that. On Friday. I came up with the concept and the name. Tom <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> so desperate, it, 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 to know and that. like for this, the start of a because Seven Reasons is basically the start of a series, and uh, you won on Friday for, for a series debut. And I think that's probably the best one we've ever had. I think so. Yeah, we but annoyed a lot in of terms people. of views, but it has also got the most dislikes that we've ever had in history. Yeah, but that's because somebody <laughs> decided to post it to 4chan, and 4chan doesn't understand satire apparently. Yeah, and they got very very upset. I, I did enjoy doing that because it was just yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. I think anything with that Miller Report character, I get off on a little bit because yeah. it is just stu- stupid. Sometimes we, I kind of kick my heels back and go, "This is video game journalism, everybody mm. going around making fools of ourselves." Well, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's 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 a bit sad, saddening though, because there's an entire generation of people now, unless it's a fucking gif of a cat, 
or or like yeah. some a, a, like a screenshot from fucking Anchorman with a quote <laughs> on it. They don't understand humor. No, and it's like unless it's fed to them in in these very restrictive packages. No, they, they don't get it. It's true. I could I do don't... like seven Anchorman quotes that should be video games. <laughs> Done. I tell you what, I tell you a video oh, I did enjoy years. work on, that mastermind video game quiz thing we did, mm. which was bizarre. Mm. And I don't know why I enjoyed that so much. I just thought it was, that's something about it, which yeah. is weird, I think. I got a kick out of doing mm. that. I mean, I'm the sort of person where the, the last thing I worked on is my favorite thing I've worked on. So, yeah. like, you know, um, unless, unless the last thing I worked on was total shit. But, um, you know, because at the moment, I really like the Miller Report we've just done. Yeah. Um, you know, before that, it was the previous Miller report. Because ba- <laughs> basically, I don't know how I don't know if people know how much involvement I have with the Miller reports, but basically, that, that's kind of what that's pretty much what I do now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we so, sit down, we come with an idea, we film it, then you edit it. Basically, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the, the, the process. Um, oh I, yeah, if anyone, th- it's very much a team effort. The Miller report. Yeah, I don't want anyone to think I mean, that every, it's like everyone, a one everyone job, not at all. Brings a lot to. It, like, yeah, yeah. Without yeah. it wouldn't work without everyone. They just wouldn't. Like it, it yeah. requires a lot of people's input to make that whatever it is i don't yeah. know what it is but yeah <laughs> it's bizarre but yeah basically at the moment miller report that's that's my favorite yeah, stuff i like the seven reasons i'm excited about as well especially the one we're doing this friday i think that could be brilliant <laughs> it's, it's i just, hope we get the same level of boiled piss the title from... alone is oh man it makes me excited <laughs> uh, matt says have you guys played the pigeon bird dating simulator Hatofile boyfriend on steam no i have played it i played at e3 last year and i thought it was one of those boring things i've ever <laughs> played in my life it was just a bunch of screens where you just click random nonsense and some pigeons got together. Mm. It was absolutely I insane. I can work out who made you play that. Yeah, you can. I did not like it at all. In fact, there's a video up somewhere if you go back a year to E3 yeah. 2014. I just could not understand. I, I remember the day you played that. Do you really? You were chuffing living. Was I chuffing living? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, Jar Jar Abrams, uh, which is Eric the Aussie, who I think we've asked a few questions on in the past. Do you think there's a possibility, and this ties into something else, Silent Hills will be brought back by one of the major three publishers, Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony? Well, there was a rumor this week that Microsoft had bought Silent Hills for $1 billion. <laughs> Billions. Now, I found out this rumor once it had been disproven. Mm. So once again, that proves that sometimes these rumors are like echo chamber nonsense that uh, no one uh, ever hears about. I love it. People, because people, people got on the outrage train before they thought about it. And it's just like, <laughs> do you dollars. think Silent Hill is worth, is, I, mean, I mean, you know, beloved property by, by a lot of people. But, but do you think it's worth a dollars. billion? Do- they could launch a fucking console. For exactly. <laughs> Absolute nonsense. I don't think it is. I don't think Konami would sell it because what do they get out of it? And I don't think anyone would buy it because you can mm. just make a scary game. Silent Hills doesn't carry enough name weight with it that you couldn't make your own scary game. Like a PT. Yeah. Before that was Silent Hills, everybody was pumped mm, about it. You yeah, know, you, if you do a good scary game, people will gravitate to yeah. that. Not that it's Silent. I mean, Hills. how many Halo games does one billion dollars pay for? How, what's the budget of a Halo game? A hundred million? With marketing and stuff, probably a bit more. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you could, yeah, you could do three Halo games if you wanted to. I imagine yeah, for yeah. one billion dollar, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but Nintendo definitely not. Microsoft maybe if they really, really, really got stuck for IPs, of, but I don't think it so. It is the kind of like game or franchise that you could it, it's not beyond the realm's possibility that someone could type some kind of exclusive like Tomb Raider on Xbox, where it gives you a bit more that platform a bit more of a like edge over the over the rival. But I don't know. I doubt I doubt Silent Hill was, was cancelled because it was going to another platform. Yeah. Um but who knows in the future what can happen. Michael asks Witcher Metal Gear, Batman, which will be the best open world? 
best open world. Mm. I think The Witcher Three probably. I think Batman. I, mean, I think I prefer Batman, but I don't think the open yeah. world would be as good as The Witcher. I mean, ba- Batman like could well be a better game, mm. and it's certainly going to be a good game. But in, if you that aspect, Witcher. Yeah, I don't think nothing's going to top it. Mm. I don't. I don't think Metal Gear. The fact, even though the open world is apparently massive, the fact it's broken up into episodes makes me think you're not really going to be, mm. you know, because the best thing about a game like The Witcher is when you're going across these open plains and you think, shit, this is like a real place. I think Metal Gear will have that, but I think it will put you in Although, some kind of areas rather than the whole thing. I did get a message from Stephen Burns today talking about Metal Gear. Excitedly? And he used a word good. Which was, is massive think, for Burns. He'd probably say that. And it had about eight O's. Okay, that means so, it's very good then. That's okay. what burns good. I think the good thing is those all those three games are going to be potentially 10 out of 10 games, you know? I would never write off Metal Gear because I loved Metal Gear 4 so much and I think the Arkham games are just incredible. Mm. So you could have three incredible mm. games there. We'll see. James Shepard, I'm planning on starting a gaming podcast with a mate. What advice would you give from content to recording to promotion? Don't. Yeah, there you go. Don't do it, James. Shut it down now. <laughs> Keep it. Keep it short and mm. get to the. When you start it, don't. I mean, you can once you've built up an audience. But if I go to a new podcast, mm. and this is so hypocritical <laughs> considering what we do. But this is just for a new podcast I go to. If they ramble about what the subject isn't about for ten minutes, I'm gone. Mm. I'm out. And I wanted to hear about. If I, if I always look for wrestling podcasts when something big happens in wrestling, and if they talk about what they had for dinner the previous day for the first five minutes, I turn it off. Mm. I wanted to hear about wrestling. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I think people like being irreverent which is fine but people often think that translates to just talking shit about their own sort of wretched lives yeah nobody wants to hear it yeah and be entertaining uh, i think is important as well find a hook as well yeah, yeah gimmicks are good you know, yeah, like, that's true. you know the hook on game wank which has just finished this week i'm glad somebody asked about podcasts actually there you go um but uh yeah the, the hook on game wank when i was on it was i would talk about richie's dick all the time there's your and hook. that became fucking legendary. <laughs> Richie's dick. So actually, that's, that's my advice. Talk about your mate's dick a lot. Right, Are done. you saying his dick is a hook? <laughs> <laughs> he is now. I also think in terms of... Um, we didn't actually mention quality, but I think making sure the quality is, is half decent is important. Audio quality. Yeah, yeah. Some, audio quality. Because sometimes if it sounds like the person's like in a restaurant yeah, try, or something, try, it's really and difficult. And try and, if possible, get both in the same room rather than yeah. Skyping and stuff. Well, you can do all right by Skype. Mm. You just have to make sure that each person records yeah. separate audio channels. That way yeah, you it's, can... It's a lot harder unless you've got a lot of chemistry Yeah, well. it's true. It's true. Um, in I terms think, of promotion, just go nuts with it. Just yeah, buy a Blue Yeti microphone. Yeah. Because they're good reasonably shout. cheap. They're really good. You can mm. get a lot. You can get really good, good, uh, good, nice, sparkly kind of pro quality out of them really easily. Yeah. And fucking edit it. And I know <laughs> it's really, and especially considering what we do. But we're fucking pros. We don't need to edit Are shit. We? Out of it. <laughs> 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 but um, we, uh, there's nothing annoys me more on on podcasts when you listen to it and it is full of just garbage speech yeah, I mean. yeah be treat um, it aggressively like get rid of what you think get rid of the filler yeah. and it will sound a lot more snappy we a lot record more quick. four hours don't we generally oh yeah and then we cut uh, it oh, down yeah, yeah. oh yeah definitely uh, ben monroe e3 has seven major press conferences this year mm-hmm. do you think it's gotten too big i think there should be more why because conferences are the best part of e3 well, that's true actually yeah the, no one actually cares about anything else there that goes be, on there should be 10 conferences i should have done this before we're going to do it now we've got microsoft we've got sony mm. i guess nintendo's counts as a press conference even though it's yeah. not mm. you've got square enix mm-hmm. you've got bethesda yeah 
You've got two more. Who have I missed? EA. EA. Of course. And Ubisoft. Of course, there they are. Obviously. And Activision. Activision don't have a conference. Oh, do they not? Okay. So there's seven. I don't think so because I think, like you say, most of the announcements comes from press conference and that's what gets people talking. That's what gets people excited. Mm. And also, if they all do their job right, E3 feels big. It feels special. Mm. It's when it doesn't feel like anything, when it's the worst. (coughs) So I don't think it can get too big. It should be bigger. What Mm. they need to do is just cut out the amount of people they let in because you get people from Taco Bell there and it's just like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) So, what have you got against the people of Taco Bell? Nothing. It's a lovely but, country. But when they're not actually covering the games, they're just there to play them. It's like, get out of my <laughs> way, man, and give me a snack. <laughs> uh, Richard J., how would you handle covering a game you had no interest in? Oh, I see where this is coming from. Oh, I, well, yeah. That's a Who bit can, political. Is it? The Who whole, covered? Oh, the Rock Band the, for the, the Polygon thing, yeah. Well, Scully and fucking Lee well, the gen- generally, <laughs> generally, from our, from my point of view, if it's if we get invited, we get invited to a lot of stuff, and there's we often turn stuff down if there's no way we can cover it well. Like just yesterday, we were invited to something, and it would have done quite well, probably as a kind of big game. But no one here has any interest in it or knowledge, really. That's so, the problem as well. Is you feel not intimidated, but it's like <coughs> if you said to me, Tom, you got to cover XCOM two, XCOM two right now, mm. do a video on it, I'd be like. I don't know what to say. Like, mm. it would be the most ill-informed, horrible thing ever because I don't understand how to engage with it. Yeah. So I think sometimes if you've got a property that you don't like, it's best just to leave it be. Yeah, I think, I think if we did, say, I sent Jim to play, I don't know, something that he really hates, like, I don't know, like FIFA. Don't you play much FIFA, Jim? Do you play oh much God, FIFA? No, no. But I imagine even though he didn't really have much knowledge about it, he would give it a go. Yeah. And I think as long as you, you, you talk about your experiences with the game mm. that's fine yeah i agree i think yeah. if you make it clear i'm coming at this from a very uh noob terrible word but new point of view mm-hmm. then i think that's you just have to accept that but obviously just, we yeah. try our best to make sure the people that mm. have some interest and knowledge about that game or fran- franchise or genre see that title first hence why it burns is a metal gear right yeah, now. yeah yeah i mean i've, I've never been in that in, in that position mm. um i mean luckily I've, I've, I've never been asked to be in that position but it's di- yeah, it's difficult. Uh, I mean, the, the closest I came to being in that position was was Shadow of Mordor that event because I honestly wasn't interested in that game at all. Mm. Didn't I, I just didn't expect it to like it. I thought it was going to be bollocks. But you know, you love it now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But you know, you got you got to go there and and play the damn game and yeah. you know make an effort, as yeah. you say. Um, and I did, and I loved it. But you know, if 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 it turned out that I didn't get on with it at all, you know, you you still you're not I'm not going to write an article about how uh, yeah, well, actually, what I actually did was fucking stand around eating pastries. Well, that, that's <laughs> the thing, isn't it? There are some games the, that you should have applied knowledge for. I think Shadows of Mordor is one of them. A mm. game like Rock Band Four is one of them. You can yeah. pick it up. Whereas something like XCOM Two or I don't know, World of Warcraft, there's, there's a little bit more knowledge that needs to be implied before you yeah. can take it on. But those games, if you like games, you can get your head around them. You can come up with some kind of opinion. Mm. So, anyway. Uh, Pip Turner, I've got given... Hang on. I've been given a Nintendo 64 and I need to buy some good carts. Suggestions? I already have F-Zero X. Well, the problem with... I'd say go get GoldenEye, but good luck playing yeah. it with this frame rate. I'd say get Ocarina of Time, but good luck playing it with its frame rate. I think rate. Mario 64 should still hold up all right. It's, 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 it's clearly, choppy. It's, it's not all loads of N64 games have aged badly because at the time I think we're all oblivious to frame rates. Yeah. Um, and they've, lots of them have particular, the ones later in life particularly have terrible frame rates, but 
Um, I'm trying to think of stuff that would potentially hold up. Mm. Um, I don't think much of it does. I think the problem with the a the controls nuts. Even Super Mario 64, it just go get a 3DS and play it on that because it's just oh a DS even because it's just it chops and it's so hard mm. to to do the things it wants you to do. Yeah. Nintendo 64 is not an easy console to go back to. You know, I love Mario Kart 64 at the time, but then that frame rate on that's not great. And when you start playing with other people, it basically becomes unplayable in terms of the how we managed to play it back then i don't know but it's not used to anything else no. you just accept i remember playing international superstar soccer 64 that used my, to be my, my favorite game I was at the my time favorite game, i loved yeah. it so much but you go back to it and it's so simplistic yeah but my dad looked at it and went wow you're never gonna see better graphics yeah. than this yeah. go look at it now it looks like a kid drew it yeah. but that's just you know it's <laughs> it's just the um you know you, you, as technology goes on you go with it and when I you think, look back yeah. you see how far that, we've that come. early 3d generation so the playstation and Saturn to a degree and, and the N64 I think is probably aged worse than the one before because 2D games they're still perfectly playable now some of them are a bit ropey because I think we accept we we were kids and we could like license stuff we could just accept as being good even though most yeah. of it was garbage but PlayStation and N64 games because they were early 3D going back to them is hard like cameras in particular are often trouble like I don't think mm. I don't think 3D cameras were masked. And Mario 64 was one of the first games to get a good 3D camera. Yeah. Oh, um, if not the first. And they actually they basically explained it to the person playing it by having a character who was the camera. It's kind of like it's crazy thinking about it, but um, lots of those games are hard. Like particularly N64 has one analog stick. Yeah. So and C at, buttons. I think at the time the fact it had an analog stick was amazing. It was amazing and it worked really well. Yeah. But now but again we've come to too now. far. You yeah. can you get you introduce that second analog stick and you try and go back and put your hand in the middle of a controller and look around using C buttons and it just it feels crazy. Yeah. Uh the real salmon says how many death threats has Miller received from the controversy that was the Splatoon video? I wanted to bring that up because I had five. Five people said they wanted to kill me because I made a joke about Splatoon. I just yeah. wanted to get that out there before we moved on. Did they spell further. the word kill correctly? No, the best comment was, your price is shit. <laughs> was that what it was? Your, 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 price. Your, your price of shit. That's right, your price of shit. Like yeah. it's a new game show or something. <laughs> but uh, Keep an eye on Video Gaming TV for a response to that <laughs> later Barrymore. in the week. Yeah. Welcome to your price of shit. Coming down, your price of shit. What does this even mean, Barrymore? No idea. Uh, well, that's where the podcast comes to an end, somewhat sadly. But Is if it? you are a Video Gamer Community Club member, you know, you're going to get a little extra bit on the end where we're going to answer some more questions you sent in and talk about who else knows what. Just absolute nonsense. i tell you what, you're going to get me poor stretch as well. I'm going to have a stretch now. All right, you do that, Jim. Remember to follow Tom on Twitter. What is it, Tom? VG Tomo. VG, it's no underscores, is it? Just no. VG Tomo. Jim, pick your Twitter handle oh, or punch sorry. the microphone. <laughs> Either's good. The microphone. Either way we want to do. Uh, my, oh, I hate my Twitter handle. My, my, my Twitter handle is Old Da Jim. Why do you hate that? It's good. Yeah, but it's try, trying to tell people it. Okay. Uh, it's difficult. And so A U L D underscore Da underscore Jim. And mine is Simon Miller 316. But don't follow Tom. That's what you want to mm. do. If you want to take anything from this podcast, it's to follow Tom on Twitter and enjoy his yeah. juicy tweets. Yeah. And while you're there, follow VideoGamer.com. Go to Facebook, VideoGamer.com, VideoGamer TV. And if you, want to, if you want to hear more of this, you can sign up for our page right now for five bucks and hear us talk for another 20 minutes or so, which is all right. But I want to thank Jim Trinker for joining me today. I want to thank right. Tom Ory for joining me today. Yeah. And I want to tell everyone at home that we'll see you next week. We'll